This morning in the house of the Lord, I'm so excited to bring you this word this morning. Can you my work? Lord, I just want to ask that you will just come and, and take your place in between us. Because Lord, we don't want to do anything without you. Just be exalted by this word and just bless this word in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Sometimes when you are busy preparing a message, then the Lord shows you that one person in your church. And I said to Billy this morning, for that I spoke of Billy down. So I'm so glad he's here, then I don't have to gossip behind his back. So he knows what's coming. And, and while I prepared this message, the only face that I could see the whole time was Willie's face. That, that face. So um, it's, a, it's the beginning of a new year and we, we already spoke uh, two weeks back about vision. And today the question that I want to ask is, do you have a dream? That's the, the topic for today. Um, today we're going to look at Joseph. Now, we read in Genesis 37 verse 5 in the New Living Translation, it says, One night Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him even more. Joseph was 17 years old when God gave him a, a, a world-changing dream. Let's compare what, what, what happened to Joseph with what happened, what, what happened in our own lives. When he told his brothers that he had a dream, they hated him even more. So how can we take that for ourselves this morning? The thing is, your dream will make other people uncomfortable. People don't like it if your dreams are bigger than theirs. They don't like it. Okay? My dream is better as well. They don't like it. People don't like it if your dream is bigger than theirs. Or maybe it is because they don't even have a dream at all. Maybe it's that. In Genesis 37, further on in verse 19, we read, They said to him, Here comes the dreamer. What happens here? The thing is, if you have a dream, people will start to call you names. My own nieces and nephews did that with me, just after I started. I came out of the house and they sat there 
Hey, how's the house? Chips, chips, you come with us to it. Stick that it down. And I said to them, what? What paper? I said to them, But you see, people will call you names. They said to Joseph, here comes the dreamer. They actually made fun of him. Then, later on, verse 24 says, Then they took him and they threw him into the pit. Now the pit was empty, there was no water in it. Sometimes, people that are the closest to you will hurt you the most. The one that you think is the closest to you, that one will hurt you the most. Because you know what? The devil uses that one to hurt you. That's what happens. It's not the person, it's the, the enemy that works in that person to hurt you. It's actually the enemy that wants to hurt you. That's what happens. In verse 28, they, they lifted Joseph out of the pit and they, they sold him to the Ishmaelites. But later in, in, in Genesis 39 verse 6, when you read further up, you'll see that Potiphar left all his things to Joseph. Joseph was in charge then. So you know what happens? Your dream comes with a blessing. That's what happens. Joseph actually had training. He went through all that and at the end he was blessed. That's what happens. It's important for us, it's very important for us to have a dream. It's the same with a vision. We have to have a vision. We have to have a plan. And a dream is connected to a vision. So it's, it's really important because you know what? God has a dream for every person he made. There's a dream in his heart. We sing the song that says, I'm the dream in your heart. We sing that. It's because God has a dream for each one of us. God has a dream for you and for me. Sometimes we think our dream is not big enough or not important enough. I don't know dream for other men to say anyone, my dream is declined. You see, that's what the devil use. He wants you to think you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't do this. That's what he does. That's what he does 24-7. He wants to steal from us and say, you know what, you are not good enough. But God has a dream for each one of us. Sometimes we think we are not good enough, but we are. We are. The dream that you have for yourself and for your husband and for your wife or your children is important enough. It's important to God. You know what? God cares about your dream. If God wants to bless you, He gives you light. The Bible says God is light. Now, and when God wants to bless you, what does He do? He gives you light. So it means that when I say I have a dream, if I pray and I say, God, what's your dream for me? You'll say, is it? I'll put on the light so that you can see what I have in store for you. He puts on the light. It can go the other way as well. 
if God wants to judge you, he, he, he doesn't have to kill you. He just wants you just have to put off the light. Don't go. What happens then? Then we are in total darkness. We don't know what's going on around us. We don't know, we are confused. We don't know what we are doing or where we are going. Alas is not donka. If you ask something, how are you doing? Near this nuff. This nuff is there. It was actually enough for me this past week. Because you know why? Last Sunday, what did we do? We sang. Apple Galatians. One. Mark my spoon and the fear went from the island. He. After church. It was chaos. It was actually chaos in my life from last Sunday until last night. Because you know what? The devil wants to just steal from us. And I act, act myself with the part to such a doggy again. Well, and last night I had to go back to the feet of Jesus and say, Yaras is. As his meant. I think the Uruguay was too much for me and I'm sorry Lord. So I give myself a dog to the dog Lord. But I said this morning in the, in the prayer room, luckily there's new grace, there's new forgiveness. And I can, this morning I can stay clean before God again. Because God is a God of, of forgiveness. So, Great things start to happen when God turns on the light and He shows you what is the dream that He has for you. When God shows it to you, it's a powerful thing. And it starts with Him turning on the light and you getting a dream. People who are leaders always have a great dream. They think ahead. They plan ahead. It's a dream that drives you. It affects how you talk, and how you think, and how you live. And don't be a dream killer. <clears throat> Especially to your children. If your child comes home and says, Mom, I want to do this. And you say, Yeah, because you don't want to do it. Don't do that. Don't kill your child's dream. You are supposed to say, listen yeah? let's try this, I'll help you. Let's see if you can do this. I know you can, I, I believe in you, but let's see if you can do this. Don't be a dream killer. Let God turn on the light for your child. And say, listen, here's the opportunities for you. You can do this. Just ask God to put on the light. George Bernard Shaw said the following, he said, some men see things as they are and ask why I dream things that never were and I ask why not isn't that beautiful somebody said long ago why can't we build a machine that can fly the same with the telephone we had that old telephones with a cord and then you can just Speak to somebody on the phone, so the drivers are called. Hello? Can you call your mother? Yes. Mom! 
in the running to the sun. They were at the court. Then they made longer courts. But actually, I took after that. From the phones with the court to cordless phones to smartphones. Someone said, and, and myself and Pastor Charles, we laughed about this on, on Friday. Someone said, the difference between, there's a difference between cell phones and people. The difference is, cell phones get thinner and smarter. That's the difference. Cell phones get thinner and smarter. Let's look at the letters of the word dream. I want us to just see what we can learn from these letters. The D stands for distinguish. So distinguish means recognize to be different. A dream will distinguish you. So that means when God gives you a dream, it will make you stand out. It will mark you. You actually have a stand. There's a dream on your life. It will mark you. It will make you different from others. It's the same when you give your life to Jesus. We are different from other people that are in the world. There's a mark on you. You've got the stamp of Jesus. It will make you different. But all you have to do is have a dream and direction to follow. Joseph had a coat of many colors. You see, he stood out. Somebody said, Joseph looked like Elton John. You know how Elton John dressed. He's always bright colors. He had a coat of many, many colors, Joseph. So he had a dream, and the dream distinguished him. If you don't have a dream, hang around with people that does. Because you know what happens? Their dreams will inspire you to get your own dream. If you hang around with people that have no direction, no dreams, what happens? Lately you don't care as much. Whatever. The R stands for release, and release is set free. Dreams release your potential. They release you to grow. <coughs> Think about this. When you put a shark in a fish tank, we had a shark who brought it to us. We had a shark in the shark tank. But the shark tank was only this big. A long one, but this big. So he just he could just swim like that. And he never grew any bigger. If you put it in a fish tank, it will only grow about 8 inches. But take that shark and go and put it in the ocean. Then it will grow 8 feet or, or bigger. The point is, the shark will never grow more or bigger than its environment because there's no space for him to swim. The same is true about us. If we stay in our little mud puddle, we'll never grow. Some people just need to get out of the mud puddle and get into the lake. And some people are already in the lake, but they have to go and get out of the lake and go into the ocean and swim, swim up, so that there can, can be space for you to grow. And then if you are in the ocean, you can let God grow you and expand you and release your potential. 
The E stands for encourage. Encourage means to support or, or give hope. A dream will encourage you. It brings encouragement. So that means people who are depressed and discouraged don't have a dream. A dream makes you get up in the morning. A dream makes you to, to get up, it drives you to do things. A dream has the power to encourage you. Then the A stands for affects prevailing attitudes. That means um, when you have a dream, it will always affect prevailing attitude. That means that the majority of people always share the same attitude. A father once said, if God wanted men to fly, he would have made them with wings. But then his two sons felt the challenge in their hearts to the prevailing attitude of their father. And they went out and they broke through that attitude. And they had a dream. They changed the world with that. And today people fly. We can fly without wings. If God gives you a dream, it will always affect your attitude. The M stands for motivate. A dream will motivate you. A study was made with people who retired early. My mother-in-law is 78 years old and she never sits still. She's dumb. She washes, iron and clean and she's always busy. Up and up, up and up. And I said to her, she's never, never going to get old. But there was a study made with people that retire early. You know what happened after three years? Their health declined. Because why? They had nothing to excite them. They had nothing anymore to motivate them. They just get up in the morning and sit and eat and sit aboard. They, their health declined because there was nothing that could drive them. Another study was made with rats. They took one group of rats and they fed them. But they didn't have to do anything to get the food. They only had to eat the food was there. They could only go and eat, go and eat as much as they want. But then they took the other group of rats and they put them in a maze. And every day they changed the maze. So these rats had to accept the challenge to go through these difficulties to get to the food. And you know what happened? They compared the two groups. The rats that went through the maze lived six months longer than the other ones. The other ones were actually fat and overweight and died early. You see, they had a goal. The point is, if you don't have a goal, if you don't have something to stimulate your brain, if you don't have something to keep you busy, it's a fragment, you'll die. I don't care how old you are, you need a dream. Dreams motivate us, motivate us, it fires us up, it energizes us, it gives us energy. God is a God who wants to give you a dream that drives you. That's what is God in store for us. 
Some of you don't like strong le le leadership. But the bottom line is you need a shout in your shout tank. You need somebody to say, listen here. Yeah? What are you doing? Is this an unreal man? And that's where Willy comes in. Willy was one of my students that studied for his AMP course. And one day, Marlene phoned me and she said, he was coming to talk to Willy. Willy wants to quit. I said, what? I said, wait, I'm coming. So I went to his house and when I came there, he was so negative. He just wanted to quit. He said to me, "Ask Muhman, ask Bolimene, ask Khanimene, ask Salimene." And I looked at him and I said, "Bolim, you know what? You started this. You will finish this. And I don't want to hear any of your excuses." Now, I was actually a little bit scared here inside because he's much older than me. Now I was going. Us. And I came there and I said, Billy, you know what? I don't want to hear any of your excuses. I'm not here to hear your excuses. You started this, you will finish this. So I don't have want to hear anything. Take your pen in your hand and I put it in his hand and I said, go to your table and you go and do your assignments. Klagerpraat. And me and Madeleine left because we, we at that stage we had the netball practice, Catherine, and we went to netball practice. And I said, on our way back, I had to uh, take my line home and I said to my line, I'm just going to go in and see what what, what, what Will is doing. And when we arrived then, I, he, he sat at his table writing. But when we walked in, he just, he just went like this with me. He didn't say anything. And I said, okay, then I'm going to bye. And he finished. Willie finished his third year and he graduated with flying cars. Because you know what? I'm the shark. He needs shark then. And I said to him, I don't want to hear excuses. You started this, you'll finish this plan. I don't want to hear anything. And, he's, and, he, and he graduated with flying colors. And you know what? He's the perfect example this morning because Willy is 60 years old and Willy is one of the students that's going to start studying with me in this week for theology for the next three years. He's 60 years old and he's still going to study for the next three years. Afterwards he said, Zed, there was bye-bye. My donkey. You see, sometimes we need Somebody just to say, but look your army. Keep moving. Take your pen and write. Don't quit. You are 80% there. You need a shop in your tank, a choir. You see, but dream problems are the best problems. In life, we are going to have problems. Take does not need to a good school at the city. If you do nothing, you will have problems. And if you have a dream, you will still have problems. Either way, we are going to have problems. But you know what? I'll rather deal with problems 
along the way, moving to my dreams than have no dream at all. Either way, we're going to have problems. There's always a reason for us to quit. If you want to quit, you'll find a reason. Don't quit. Ray Kroc was 54 years old when he started a hamburger chain. And what's the hamburger chain called? McDonald's. He was 54 years old when he started McDonald's. Moses was 80 years old when he had to go and talk to Pharaoh. Colonel Sanders was 65 when he started KFC. Praise the Yerak I'm so glad he didn't give up when he said, I'm 60, I'm not going to do anything. 65, he started KFC. You see, we need a dream no matter how old we are. We need a dream. You can't sit in this chair and ask the opening of ask the claim. Everyone needs a dream, no matter how old you are. Just imagine what we can still do. And then people want to whine and moan at 23. The liver is so hard. Huh? 23! They want to give up on life because their dreams didn't come true. 23 years old! The liver is so hard. Upcoming in. They have no idea. They haven't got a clue, man. There's going to be times when your circumstances are inconsistent with your dream. You see, Joseph had a dream. Everything wasn't hunky-dory when he got the dream. All this negative stuff happened to him afterwards. His own brothers attacked him. He was thrown in the pit. He was thrown into prison. He went to hell. He was locked up. You see, all that things was inconsistent with his dream. When this happens, you have two choices. Either, either you can quit, or you can take your pain and write. You can believe that through God, your life will catch up to your dream, and it will be fulfilled. God will never let you die before the dream was fulfilled that he had for you inside. You will never, that will never happen. Never allow our circumstances to change the dream that God put in your heart. Never allow that. You see, dreams will demand integrity. You know what integrity is? Integrity. Joseph teaches us this. When God started to raise Joseph up in the house of Potiphar, Potiphar's wife, We never can see there was a dad. No, I'll say it. Mustafa's <laughs> wife was the test that Joseph had to go through. She tried to seduce him. Because you know what? Dreams demand integrity. She tried to hit on him. Huh? And the enemy knows and he understands that men, months later, of visual dreams. They want to see. That's the difference between men and women. Man wants to see. Women likes cards and candy and 
small gifts and romantic dinners and long walks along the beach holding, holding hands. And then your master must tell you he loves you. So tell me a bit, you will live safe in life. You see, we are emotional beings. We want to know. <coughs> we, we, we can see as well. Sometimes we see a handsome guy and then we'll say, yo. But it's not so important for us to see like men see. They want to see. And he's got the most beautiful eyes for me in the world. You must just go and check. We need to dig on my mouth and look at him, but you can't look at him like that. We need to get him to get him to get him to get him. But for me, he's got the most beautiful eyes in the world. So, man wants to see, we want to feel. We are emotional beings. And I said to Pastor Charles, he said, he saw this, this quote, but he said, he's not sure he's going to put it in his sermon in Venta. I said, ask him, I'll say. The quote says, all men wants to do, there's two things men wants to do. All men wants to, wants to do, men just want women to show up naked and with food. Men just want women to show up naked and with food. That's all they want because they see. They see. That's actually really the truth. That's the difference between me, men and women. You see, that's what the devil used with Joseph. He, he, he gave Potiphar's wife then to seduce Joseph. The point is, a dream requires integrity and morality. It will require that when God raise you up, that you won't use that position to take advantage of other people that looks up to you. Don't use that position. It requires integrity. What others believe about you is never as important as what you think about you. Me and Billy had this conversation the other day. What you think of you is more important than what others think of you. I only care about what God thinks of me. I don't care what others think. If you don't like me, it's your problem. I like me. That's absolutely not fun to myself. I walk like this is far. There's nothing wrong with my body or with my self-image. I like me and God loves me. If you don't like me, it's your problem. Don't stop it out. It's not my problem. You see, it's important what we think about ourselves. Not what others think. It's important what we think or what God thinks. Not anybody else. If you don't like me, it's not my problem. I like me. I love me. There are two reasons why dreams break down. It's because people don't believe in God and they don't believe in themselves. I know people that believe in God but they don't believe in themselves. And then there's other people that I know that believe in themselves, 
They think they are God's gifts to women, but they don't believe in God. The thing is, it must work together. You must believe in God and yourself. If you want to fulfill the dream that God has called you to do, these two things must work together. Joseph, Joseph also teaches us to help others while we wait for our dream to come true. You see what happened in his life? He, he helped the cupbearer with his dream. He helped the baker with his dream. He helped Pharaoh with his dream. So the question is, who do you help? With their dream. Because remember, Ephesians 6 verse 8 says the following, it says, Whatever good thing each one does, he will receive this back from the Lord. But the idea of Hanyamufam, whatever good thing you do to others, he will receive, you will receive that back from God. That means what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. When nothing happens with your dream, I think then it's a sign for you to know. Yep, I must just leave my dream a little bit and just help somebody else with their dream. Dreams come when you have a plan, and the latest for plan is. The P, it says, pray, pray it out. The next four, plan, pray it out. If you don't pray it out, watch out. Because I'm telling you, it will fail. If you don't pray about it, it will fail. The L stands for lay it out. Put it on paper. Say, listen, this is the plan I've got. This is the book I'm going to use for my plan. Put the plan, lay it out, write it down, figure it out. Then the A stands for act it out, take action. Just start moving in that direction. Because you know what? Small steps also matters. It also matters. If you just take small steps, moving forward towards your dream, it's still alright. Just take small steps. Just start moving. And then the end stands for navigate it out. Learn to navigate your plan. Because you must remember, do what you planned. But learn to change things along the way. If you see the original plan is not going to work. Scratch that and just put another plan. Navigate your plan. But don't lose the plan that you've got in your eye. You see, everything you've been through in your life, you know what God's going to do about that? He will take that, all that nonsense that happened in your life, and He will take that and He will make fertilizer for your dream to grow in. He will take all that nonsense. You listen, let's take all this negative stuff that happened to Lizette will make compost, fertilizer, and he will let your dream grow in that. Because what happens, all the negative things in our lives, we, we learn something from that. It was there because we had to learn a lesson. But he will use that to let your dream grow. 
Be ambitious, get a dream, make your life count. Do something with your life that is significant. Do something good. Think about Jesus. Think about Jesus at this moment. When he looks at the world now, at this moment, and he sees all these people wasting their lives on drugs and booze and partying and craziness. He probably wants to grab them and pull them closer and say, do something significant with your life. You've got a purpose. I've got a plan in my heart for you. Don't waste it. I've got a dream for you. Just wake up. Come back. Go and ask God what the dream is that He has for you. And dream bigger. Go and sit and ask God and say, Listen, God, I know you've got a plan for me. What's the plan that you have for me in your heart? Show me. Put on a light so that I can see. And dream bigger. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for this word. We always sing the song, I am the dream in your heart. And I pray this morning that you will just come and you will put on the light for us, Lord, so that we can see what the dream is that you have for us in your heart. Lord, I pray that you will just reveal this to us. And please help us, Lord, to stay on track, to keep moving, to, to just activate our dream so that we can do things according to your plan. Lord, thank you that you have a plan for us. Thank you that you have a purpose for us. Thank you that you have a dream for us. Lord, please show us so that we can also see what you have in store for us in your heart. Lord, we love you and we praise you and we glorify you for this message. I pray that you will just please bless everyone and keep them safe, Lord. And just be glorified in this day. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.